0: you uh-huh.
1: Cardinal fans, welcome back to the Pitchers Hit 8th podcast. It's been a little while. We are happy to bring you episode 8.0. As always, I'm joined by Josh, also from Pitchers Hit 8th. How are we doing tonight, Josh?
2: I'm still uh, trying to comprehend everything that's happened since we last chatted, but uh, I'm sure I will come around to it eventually.
1: Uh, Indeed, indeed. Obviously, it has been a while since we've brought you uh, an an episode of our humble little podcast. And as such, we've been trying to find the right time and the right guest and, you know, just the perfect podcast for episode 8.0. And it hasn't happened. So Josh and I decided to hop on the interwebs tonight and, uh, and do a little recording. We don't have a guest. Or shall I say, we don't have one guest. We solicited some questions right before we started recording on Twitter. And so uh, this evening's guest is uh, anyone that chose to respond to me on Twitter with a question, or or most of you that re- chose to respond with a question. Some of them uh, have hit the cutting room floor, let's say. Plenty to talk about since the last time we recorded an episode. Josh, the Cardinals won a... Uh, a a pretty important group of games Um, I still cannot believe they won the National League Divisional Series how about you?
2: Uh, That will probably go down as one of the greatest things I was ever able to witness on a opposing team's field right up there with uh 06 against the Mets. Just you know, <laughs> divisional series and div- divisional series and championship series. But as as far as I'm concerned, man, it was uh, un freaking believable.
1: Folks, this is why I love Josh because I try to make a joke and he just deadpans right through it.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Was there other games involved?
1: So they won the National League Divisional Series, and continued on. Why stop there?
2: Oh, there was other games. I'm sorry. Let me uh, let me continue.
1: They won the World Series, Josh. I... The Cardinals won the World Series.
2: Oh, oh. did they? Yes, 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 they did. I, I'm looking right now at my uh, leather jacket that my my wife bought me for Christmas back in 2006, and it has 10 patches on there, and I need to find a place for number 11. Uh,
1: Easy, I'm, easy to I'm understand. Interested. Easy to understand how you could be confused only looking at ten World Series patches.
2: <laughs> yes, yes. Our beloved St. Louis Cardinals uh, not only shocked the world, but uh, they've shocked most of us as well. <laughs> I, I'm, uh, I'm really at a loss, man. It, it's, it's sunk in, but it hasn't completely. It, hit, it hasn't hit me yet. From March through November, exactly everything that transpired.
1: Yeah, it's it was really a fascinating thing, and uh, September and October particularly. And obviously, I'm still I'm still a little at a loss for words to explain or, or discuss just what happened and, and just how I feel about it. The only thing that really does jump to my to my mind right off the top is that uh, if one had such a desire to win, to wear all of the Cardinals world series rings at the same time, it'd be really difficult (laughs) unless you were Antonio Alfonseca. Uh
2: (laughs) If, If one thing comes to mind for me, Looking at the entire thing, the, the, the whole big picture, is just how smart John was is looking right now.
1: Well, of course he is. Everybody looks smart in hindsight.
2: Well, he, I think he has a little bit more momentum for that, given how much he was absolutely crucified in late July. Uh, it truly is going to take. Quite some time, probably most of this off season, <laughs> to really wrap my mind around the fact that the Cardinals are the World Series champions, and, and hopefully for me, because I have Showtime, that they will continue to do the baseball program that I don't know what it's called, but they had the Giants on there this year. I'm kind of hoping they do it next year as well. They'd be <laughs> completely biased, of course, but uh, I would watch more Showtime
1: that's a great segue i think particularly since is it really necessary for us to spend any more time uh kind of stumbling around the fact that the cardinals won the world series i, I think all that's necessary to say about that has been said or or everybody kind of has their own feelings on the topic am i wrong
2: uh, you're not wrong and it's mainly because nick we only had a couple of days to really let it uh hit us before the next big announcement came. Well,
1: indeed, which is why I I thought you had a great segue there, is that if Showtime wants the Cardinals on that show, I guess they're going to have to talk to the new boss about it.
2: I have to talk to the new boss and uh, have to, I I guess, uh, spend some time in in Northern California talking to the old boss.
1: Ah, indeed, indeed, potentially. And when I say new boss, of course, I'm referring to... uh, the new manager of the Cardinals announced today, as we're recording this, Mike Matheny has come back to the organization, or, or I guess he's been back for a little bit now as as a roving instructor and special assistant to General Manager John Mozaylock, et cetera, et cetera. Announced today as as the new manager of the club. There are rumblings of, of this being Mozaylock's beginning to put his stamp on the Cardinals now that. LaRusse is riding off into the sunset. Paint it with a broad brush, Josh. Uh, what are your thoughts about Matheny taking the helm?
2: Uh, surprised, like most, I guess. I'm behind the move, but I'm also cautiously thinking that if Terry Francona isn't chosen to be the next manager of the Chicago Cubs, I'm kind of really at a a loss given that the Cardinals are not in rebuilding mode. They're not in, you know, if, if there was ever a team much like the Green Bay Packers with all the injuries and everything they dealt with and the Packers got hot at the right time and won their championship much like the Cardinals did and now Green Bay is just having a massive year, if things And in baseball, it's completely different than football. So if the Cardinals have, if not the best chance, then uh, as good a chance as you possibly could have to kind of predict what kind of year they're going to have, especially in the division they play in, for them not to go with a guy that has won two World Series and had another great year in Boston of all places. Let's hope that it's not going in that direction with Mosaic wanting to have as green a a green as manager as you could have. Uh, let's hope it's because the players really do love having the opportunity to play for Mike McKean.
1: If first reactions are any indication, I think that that's the case. Um, The the overwhelming response that I saw from players today or, or that was reported to be from players today was positive, even going so far as to say that players may have been lobbying for Matheny. I think that speaks a lot to uh, something that Mosealoc referred to in the uh, press conference this morning that has to do with his leadership Uh, the respect that folks around baseball have for Mike Matheny and just that seemingly or, or apparently since obviously I wasn't there, but from his playing days has just commanded respect from anyone and everyone around him, the type of guy that walks into a room, tells you this is how it's going to be and, for the most part everybody's on board that just that's the deal that's what Mike says and I think that that is a redeeming quality I think there's value in that as a manager and even so much that some folks analyzing this have have said that managing egos and commanding a clubhouse and we saw that with Francona at the end in Boston I think that being able to con- just control a situation, I think, is as much of a, a big league manager's job these days as in-game tactics.
2: I I agree with everything you've just said. I I do. I'm I'm with you on that. But what does that say about Jose Cano?
1: Well, it says that he's interviewed for a whole lot of jobs. And hasn't gotten any of them. So, what makes it a guarantee that the Cardinals have to hire him just because he's been around the organization for several years? Maybe it's starting to become clearer and clearer now why he hasn't gotten a job yet.
2: Yeah, I'm. I guess if I'm, but if I'm looking at this and I'm trying to look at both sides, if I'm Jose Kendall, what's to say that I? You know, I, I mean, is it, is it the end-all, be-all for him to be the third base coach that the players run through his stop sign on occasion? <laughs> or uh, I, I guess I'm just I'm I'm trying to play positive supporter here. But if I'm Jose Aquendo and they just promoted a guy with zero coaching slash managing experience at any level,
1: he might be gone.
2: I don't know. I don't. Know. I, I don't know. I mean, Certainly within his right
1: think? to do so. I, I It wouldn't surprise me in the least. Now, being this late in the carousel, if you will, of interviewing, managerial openings, etc., he doesn't have a whole lot of – there's not a lot of places for him to go if he were to, to well, tell the Cardinals about. right <laughs> now to pound sand. But some of the scuttlebutt that I read earlier tonight is – he may, he may move into the dugout as a bench coach for Matheny, gain more experience doing that. Job pays more. He'll be able to add that to his resume in terms of interviewing for future managerial jobs. The Cardinals will be glad yeah. to allow him to interview anywhere and somebody like Maloney or or whomever takes over coaching third base, and, and that's the move that they make to, to try and appease him. Now, he's already saying the right things about, well, they made their decision. Of course I want to come back, et cetera, et cetera, and, and I appreciate that from him as well. I think it just boils down to, you know, number one, again, I think Mosellock had his, his vision for who it was going to be, and I think that the more we see Okendo interviewing for jobs and not getting them, the more and more skeptical people are going to be of whether he can succeed in that job.
2: Well, I'm making a great point because what people need to realize if that they didn't already know. Uh, Larissa had made this decision to leave back in August. Mm-hmm. So John Mazalok and company have obviously had their list and I'm sure they added Francona to get a different opinion, maybe. I, I was kind of, uh, some of the comments that the former Boston manager made were kind of surprising. Um, and if any of the reports are true about his desire to team back up with his former boss and Theo Epstein, it, it's going to be, like I said, uh, when you, when you asked me for my first blush take, If Terry Francona ends up in Chicago, then it makes a lot more sense to me, you know. But the way things ended in Boston, that could have been a a clear sign as well. That could have been a a big red flag. And Mike Matheny is, is a great choice to keep it in the Cardinals family. And I think that is very important as far as things go, probably more in St. Louis than a lot of places. And it remains to be seen. It's going to be, uh, (laughs) it's never going to be boring,
1: right? Of course it's never boring because that's still not the last thing facing the Cardinals this offseason. And I was going to get to that, but we're going to get to that anyway. Chatter about Albert Pujols and his ongoing free agency now. It's not pending anymore, Josh. It's ongoing currently. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And uh, we've got a question about that later, so uh, I I think we'll get to that eventually. There's no need for us to get to it now. And it just so happens our first question from Twitter um, as we transition into that portion of the show is about Jose Oquendo. So why don't we, uh, now that we've uh, forced our opinions and, and viewpoints on the Cardinals winning the National League Divisional Series, and uh, the new manager on to you folks. We'll take a break. We will come back shortly and uh, without a guest, and Josh and I will answer questions from Twitter. Josh, I know you're looking forward to this. It's going to be great fun. I'm looking forward to
2: it, but I also want people to uh, listen and enjoy our musical guests.
1: We are back, and still without guests. Luckily, we've got these brilliant questions from Twitter to keep us occupied. Josh, uh, what's, I'm just going to read these off, and uh, and we'll give a little cap tip to the folks who asked them, because we appreciate them uh, giving us something to chatter about tonight. And uh, you just tell me uh, tell me what, what comes to the top of your head, and, and folks, I've got to warn you, Josh has not been prepped on these questions. I'm, I'm reading them off from responses to my Twitter account direct. Josh has no prep for these, and so I'm going to totally surprise him, and he's going to answer them with incredible, incredible responses. First question, Josh, no pressure. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure. First question from Twitter, fellow asking the question is, B underscore to the underscore rent. So I I feel confident that I can call him Brent. Brent asks, should Okendo stay if offered since he's been denied by the org? So uh, should Okendo stick around as a third base coach even though he was passed over for the manager's job? Or I guess, or, 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 or I'm sorry, or I guess uh, stick around the organization in any role, as we discussed earlier, that per, perhaps a bench coach.
2: Bench coach, yes. Third base coach, no. I, if if I were Jose Kendo, I would take it as a slap in the face. If a different role, heck, it could be first base coach. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, it's for him to come back in the role that he's been in for a very long time without a. Uh, I guess it could. I don't see how a, a former major league ball player would need a bump in pay to stay where he's at. But yes, with a promotion or a different job. No, as the Colonels
1: um, I, I kind of already answered this question earlier a little bit that I'm not sure that he has much of a choice. I think. Ah,
2: ooh. well, I. That's true. You're right. I mean, is he under contract for next year?
1: Contract notwithstanding, um, number one, I, I just don't know where else he'll go.
2: The be a Triple be A AAA manager somewhere.
1: <sighs> yeah, but is that really is uh, that Memphis? is that really polishing his resume?
2: If his end all be all Nick is to be a, a major league manager then i would say going down to triple a maybe pulling a ryan sandberg going to a different organization to prove that you could do it i think that would heighten his resume because obviously being the manager of the puerto rican world baseball classic team ain't cutting it
1: i think you're right that that managing the puerto rican team is not cutting it but when everything you read or or a lot of the things that i've read anyway specifically as mentioned earlier the the possibility of Okendo moving to bench coach talked about his replacement at third base coach being Chris Maloney and specifically referenced that as a promotion from being the manager of triple-a Memphis
2: from Maloney it would be because of his past just his past I mean he's been a, a manager for a very long time I and mean, he's been a manager a successful manager at probably one of, if not the hardest spots to be a minor league manager in Memphis because when you're head coach, your head guy for forever and you've been manager at Memphis is telling you the person, hey I wouldn't want that go. Personally. If they called me, which they're not going to and offered me here five the last five, six, ten years to be the head guy at Memphis, I would turn it down. It wouldn't it would be worse. Honestly, it'd be worse than from a classic movie, Major League, when they call him at the tire shop and ask him if he wants to manage the Indians. Just my, you know, my two cents. But uh, that's the reason I was a big supporter of Maloney is because if you look at the job he's done with the resources he was given. Now, well, granted, some of the resources he was given have turned into be some pretty darn good baseball players, but as a whole. What he's done is, is nothing short of miraculous, and I do hope they put Maloney on the major league staff at some some point. Oh,
1: I agree with that, and I think that's a goal. However, I...
2: I I'm with you, though. I understand. I will say... I I will maybe, say Jose maybe not looking that way. I don't
1: know. I will say that going from long, long, long time third base coach of the Cardinals to managing a AAA team anywhere... I would view as a demotion.
2: I respectfully decline. <laughs> All right, agree to
1: disagree. Next because question.
2: I... Next yeah, question. Let's go.
1: We're moving on. Question number two, also from Brent. Ooh. Why do men have nipples? <laughs>
2: Uh, wow! I didn't take a lot of anatomy classes, and I certainly uh, am glad that I'm not a college graduate. But <laughs> if I were to venture a guess, I would say Gosh, is, being now. A, a now, proud, just
1: remember, this is a PG thirteen ish show.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I, don't worry about that. Don't don't <laughs> worry about that. I'm, I was just gonna say because I'm a I'm a proud parent is the way I was going. Oh, oh okay. I would say that it might confuse said children, especially younger ones that prefer sometimes to only have a diaper on, or or maybe you know pants. That it might confuse the poor kids if they hmm. if the female anatomy of, of a baby didn't look the same or a lot the same.
1: You really put you really put some thought into that.
2: Well, you caught me off guard. What else am I gonna do? You could, I thought this was a baseball show.
1: You could answer it like I will. My answer okay. is that I have no idea.
2: <laughs> and you're allowed to. This is <laughs> this is your podcast. You're allowed to say whatever you want.
1: Next question.
2: Okay, good.
0: That what else you got? <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> We're only two
1: questions in. This is fun. Our next question comes from Mark Healy, online editor for Baseball Digest. He's got a show on SiriusXM. Uh, on Twitter, he's BaseballDigest9 and uh, a good friend of the, of the website. Mark asks, how do St. Louis Cardinals fans feel about Terry Pendleton not getting a chance to interview for the manager job?
2: Oh, it did not mean uh, uh, a cut, but I don't know how it's been on I'm going to answer this in, in a simple way after having a discussion with you this is, I think, except for of my daughter, and I guess maybe Sam, right? That's tough. I'm going to say that maybe they didn't want to ask for a lot of permission when they might have already known or thought they they had known who they wanted, and maybe they figured that since good old Pendleton's been with the Braves for quite a while that uh, it it wouldn't be a good fit.
1: I really want to answer I don't know, and I know that that's a Mm -hmm. cop-out. Frankly, I I haven't really thought about Pendleton much, and and maybe it's because he went on to have all those great years with the Braves, and he's a little bit more disconnected from the Cardinals organization than a lot of the Ozzy Smith and and a lot of the guys who either finished their career with the team or spent a lot more years with the team than than Pendleton did it really is a great question because he's, he's another one of those guys that certainly paid his dues and has had interviews elsewhere and and hasn't been able to latch on anywhere with him as a manager that I don't know a great way to answer the question, but I don't feel, I don't feel angry and I don't feel like he was slighted and I don't feel bad for him, which is, um, I I feel like where Mark was going with the question.
2: Well, Nick could, you know, not to cut you off, but could he be the Braves version of
1: Jose Cano? Very well could be. Very well could be. And there's no, <laughs> and while we're on the subject, I don't and,
2: mean that. I don't mean that in a slight. No, but, I I understand.
1: You know. and, and while we're on the subject, and certainly this is going to be the the coming discussion for the next week for the Cardinals as they try and fill out their coaching staff. No reason he couldn't be the bench coach for the Cardinals, right?
2: That's true that you know, that's as true. as
1: that, yeah. as I like to say and and as we're prone to saying about the Cardinals, sillier things have happened,
2: uh well, when I hear the only thing I did hear was Grady Little might be in the running for that, and stranger things have happened, hmm. I'm sure, but uh, yeah,
1: again, sillier things have happened,
2: yeah, um. Nothing, nothing anymore with the the organization that we follow on a daily basis with the now. Right, out there. right. Nothing. Absolutely nothing.
1: So, uh, Mark, I hope we answered your question, um, you know, and the answer being we kind of feel eh,
0: <laughs> right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, yay or nay, I mean, I think I was surprised that the Cardinals only interviewed six. I'm not sure what your take on it is.
1: Again, the more that this the more this situation has panned out, the more I think I agree with the sentiment that Mo is putting his stamp on the team and, and I don't say that in a good or bad way. I think time will tell.
2: You know, it's something that just occurred to me and I know we've got to get through these questions. I get the feeling that you, you, tell me if this is correct or not. You'd know better than I would. Has Terry Pendleton had interviews before for head coaching vacancies in the major leagues? Yes. Okay. Then I take it as the Cardinals had six candidates. Three of them were almost no-brainers, if you will, in my opinion. I think Maloney, Akendo, and Francona were the no-brainers. And then you have McEwing, Masini and who am I messing Sandberg. Sandberg. I think the, they went three and three. You had three that were the no-brainers, and then you had the three that I believe, I want to say that was McEwing's first. And I'm not actually sure if Sandberg has outside of, I don't even know if the Cubs gave him an interview last year.
1: Let me ask you this, and then and then we'll move on. How many of those six do you think had a legitimate shot at winning the job?
2: Well, Legitimately, if I don't think we'll ever truly know the answer to that. I agree. Given the way the Cardinals organization runs. I agree. But I, I really, 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 really want to say one. But I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist. And I'll say two. Because there is a chance. I'm just going to say however remote it is. You always got to have a backup.
1: I think, I think I think that's a that really Yeah, I think that's a really astute observation.
2: You're never sure about anything. Well
1: but you're just, you're uh, right you're
2: right that just said no to the Red Sox. Maddox, Mike Maddox.
1: You're right that it's easy to say one now, right? It's easy because
2: yeah.
1: again, everybody's with the benefit of hindsight, everyone's a genius. And it's easy. Yeah. It's,
2: how about how about this? Frank Cunha was is the backup choice.
1: I I tend to agree with you. Maybe. I tend to agree with you that, that Mo wanted Matheny. and That
2: was that was Moe's guy. That was Mo's if guy. If Matheny
1: if, if, just put that out if Matheny had disappointed and or Francona had really wowed because I think Francona for all his credentials, I, I think they were really, really leery of how things ended in Boston and maybe with good reason.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you know, that might explain some of his responses after
1: the interview. I think that Maloney was a courtesy interview. Love the guy, but I think it was a courtesy yeah. interview. There's no way he was gonna manage the big club. Um I think
2: that might have that might have been for LaRusso's benefit.
1: Too. I think that McEwing was probably a courtesy interview. Maybe this is a better answer to uh to the first question and this might get me in some heat, but the way this turned out, I can't help but think that Okendo was a courtesy interview.
2: I'm starting to agree with you. I'm starting to think it would have been more of a slap in the face if he not got it. So, answer.
1: so if I had to, again, with the benefit of hindsight, if I had to handicap the race, I think it was going to be Matheny, Francona, Sandberg in that order.
2: Wow. Yeah. Um, and, and how much, how crazy would that be if, you know, obviously in August neither one of those other two are available? Because you don't know.
1: <laughs> we shall see.
2: Yep. Moving right let's, along. Let's, uh, yeah. let's go.
1: Our next question is from Mark underscore L underscore Smith. Mark asks, are we uh, quote-unquote okay with the Scalso and Green in the middle infield?
2: Again, that's a yes and a no for me. If that's who the starting double play combo is, the Cardinals are going to be hurting. (laughs) That's because basically you... you. With the scouts, I'm okay. Uh, I'm okay with him being the, the starting second baseman, even though he hasn't played a lot there at the major league level. He's played more third than second. That was given the nature of the makeup of the team I'm okay given his minor league play there and then getting that left-handed bat in the lineup I am not willing or able to say that that Green has done enough given the opportunities he's had to be the anointed starting shortstop
1: I agree with you I think uh, I'm okay with Descalso. I'm leery of him being exposed to a lot of at-bats. Green just hasn't proven a thing to me. And for all the chatter about it being a confidence issue with him and La Russa, I, I guess we'll see in spring, right? Uh,
2: that's that's, that's, a, that's a bad uh I me that's just a, that's somebody trying to trying to keep him from getting non tendered
1: could well be untrated. could well be i you know? i am uh, let's just say that for me Tyler Green's going to really have to be impressive in in yeah. In, in, yeah. in spring uh, in spring and say all of april uh, if there's
2: anybody that needed a Joe Thurston start in April. Yeah. Tyler Green needs a Joe yeah. Thurston and a Brian Barden start in April. Indeed. Let's just put that let's just yeah. Indeed.
1: Moving on. Uh thanks Mark for the question.
2: Thanks, Mark. No, no, that was a good question. And, and
1: it's a great question. A I just very, I I don't yeah. think it's I don't think it's one that has a great answer without Tyler Green really just
2: well, me, Gra- grabbing the,
1: grabbing the bull I mean, by the horns uh, for this PG
2: thirteen. Yeah, with, with our what we've previously said with possibly the power play to get Mo's guy in there and Moe's comments about Tyler Green does that spell the end for for Call in a Cardinals uniform to you?
0: Yeah,
1: I don't know. I don't think so. Not yet, because. Frical has said publicly that he's willing to wait he was willing to wait for the Cardinals to finish their managerial search. Which means yeah, they could get somebody in place for, who, who could say, Yay yeah. or nay, I like Tyler Green, or I like this guy, or I like that guy, and then they can turn around and tell Frakal here's four mil, take it or leave it.
2: Yeah, but is Frikal willing to wait until the number five soccer gets played
1: out? I don't think it's gonna I don't think it has to get that far. I think the Cardinals. Huh. I think the Cardinals have pretty clearly indicated that they're going to move on about their business, and, and they've got a. I don't. John Heyman thinks that their John been, been Heyman that they're thinks won. that their current number with holes is their final number. I don't believe that, but I think they do have a final number that's not much higher, and I think yeah. they've already figured that into their budget, one way or another. I agree. Moving right along. Thanks, Mark.
2: Appreciate that
1: Mark. Our next question comes from uh Dennis. Our very own Dennis from Pitchers Hit Eighth. Uh, on Twitter on, on Twitter he's Green Asian. Um but it's it's G R three three N A Z N, just for clarity. Dennis asks why doesn't the PH eight team store offer jerseys? And frankly Josh, I, I'm just going to jump in on this one because I'm fairly certain that you don't have an answer for him. <laughs> and this might surprise a lot of folks, but even though he uh, he's one of our, our valued uh, team members at the site, Dennis is also one of the um, greatest volume buyers of Pitchers Hit 8th oh. Apparel. And so I, I take this question very seriously, and the only answer that I can give is because I haven't had enough time to sit down and find a new place to to sell apparel and or create any new designs. Um, I have a really good friend of mine that is a graphic designer that I hope to uh, get involved with to, to create some really, really cool stuff um, for Pitchers yeah. Hit Eighth here in the near future and I will impress upon him the importance of getting jerseys because I think it would be cool as hell too so oh, yeah. So, um, totally a, a, a valid question I don't want people to think that I'm messing around with Dennis or, or joking we're on it and for the rest of you folks if you want a Pitchers Hit Eighth jersey Hit me up on Twitter or email us podcast at pitchersheaddate dot com and let me know because the more of you that express that you want to buy a jersey, the easier it is to make it happen. Josh, do you want a jersey? Uh, I definitely want a jersey.
2: I'm just thinking about
1: all right that's two that's three about. three of us want jerseys. We'll make it happen. Uh,
2: have your people talk to my people. If, if something goes on with your graphic artist, I also have a graphic artist oh. in my pocket.
1: So. <laughs> you have a dueling graphic artists.
2: <laughs> <We> could... <laughs> <Ooh. laughs>
1: Sounds like a YouTube okay. reality show.
2: Oh, man. That, uh, I think you could sell that to YouTube and make even more money for the Pitcher City team store.
1: Can you design a jersey... For a Cardinals blog, and only
2: three people mm-hmm. will buy it. Well, I probably shouldn't <laughs> say a Cardinals blog, because I, I believe my graphic artist is a Cubs fan. Oh! That's a, a...
1: He's already voted off the island.
2: <laughs> See, that's the end of that show. That didn't take long.
1: Who's in charge of casting? Moving along!
2: <laughs> Thanks, Dennis.
1: Thanks, Dennis. Next question is from D underscore white underscore T. Dwight. Mm, I'm ready. There's a lot of underscores in these.
2: Well, I have found that it's a lot harder to get on Twitter anymore with what you want. Yeah. Unless you put yeah. underscores. My wife informed me of this. I did not know.
1: All right. Fascinating.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: Dwight asks... How does Matheny hire affect Pujol's negotiation?
2: The elephant in the room has now been uh, brought to life. First and foremost, I'm going to ignore what Mr. Eckstein had to say, so if there hasn't been any questions about that and his vote of confidence for Akendo, please keep in mind the position that David Eckstein played and I'm sure the support that he got from said third-base coach about playing middle infield and all that that goes with it. For the Cardinals to be concerned, I think it's completely separate. It's a, it's a separate issue. Um, if anything, Albert played with Matheny. He knows the type of player Matheny was. He knows the type of leader that Mike Matheny is. So I don't think it hurt at all. I, I don't know. If Albert was brought into the discussion at all, being a free agent, I don't know if any of the players were brought into the discussion. I don't think, given what we know about the Cardinals organization and, and Nick, what we've talked about tonight, I don't think we'll ever know the answer to that. It remains to be seen if it helps or hurts.
1: I agree entirely. If I could borrow from something I read from Matthew Leach, um, again, friend of the site, great supporter uh, of what we do. And and we do our best to support what he does. MLB.com beat reporter for the Cardinals said, uh, and I'm not going to get the quote right, but he said on Twitter that he doesn't think it affects it much at all. Uh, He said any effect would be positive, nothing negative, which I think is, is a perfect assessment of the situation Number one, as Josh he said... Was no
2: better, he was no better than Mark. Well, yeah,
1: obviously. And as Josh said, I, I think, number one, I don't think it has that great of effect at all. I, I really don't. And everybody was talking about how great an effect would La Russa retiring have on the situation. And again, as has been said many times, Poole's looking for a deal long enough that Tony wasn't going to be around by the end of it anyway. So for him to make a decision based on who's managing I mean, Yeah, sure. I'm sure it factors in some small percentage. I don't think it was going to be the determining factor. So what does a Matheny hire mean? Like Josh said, clearly has a respect for the guy played together. So there's, there's a familiarity there. Uh, hard to underestimate that, I think, but in the end, you know, Pujols is going to do what Pujols wants to do. And, uh, and, and I think, Again, I'll go back to, to what Matthew Leach said, that if there's any effect, it's positive, but I think it's slight regardless. Fair, Josh? Uh,
2: very fair. Took the words right out of my mouth there at the end. It's... We shall see.
1: Indeed. Uh, thanks, Dwight. Appreciate the question. Next one from a great friend of the site, Josh Dane Perry and And that is also as Twitter all pushed together, Dane Perry uh asks, "Can any other team remotely compare with the Cardinals inferred in the category of handsome managers
2: <laughs> uh only dane would uh would bring this up, and uh I'm gonna just say no, let's just leave it at that.
1: It, you know, I'm looking. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've given, my, I've given myself a case of the giggles because I'm actually looking at the list, the 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 list of current major league managers on Baseball Reference. I
2: was afraid. I was afraid you were doing that.
1: And and I'll be danged if I can find anyone on this list as handsome as Mike Matheny.
2: Well, let's put it this way. As soon as you said that question, the only thing that went through my head were the managers that the Cardinals faced in the playoffs. And I just decided to say, <laughs> Mike wins. Next question.
1: Fair enough. Fair yes. enough. Now, what I will yeah. say, and, uh, I, and I know that Dane will be listening to this, what I will say is that no other manager can compare in the handsome category but Matheny gets his ass kicked all over the yard in the mustache category, so uh
2: well we haven't given him any you know, you gotta remember Mike hasn't managed yet.
1: <laughs> true. So. True. That being said, I, I've never yeah, seen yeah. Matheny grow a mustache, so <laughs> maybe maybe we can start a movement to make that happen and uh
2: but maybe as long as he doesn't go with the Lance Berkman uh, all gray beard,
0: <laughs>
2: you know, I was I was waiting. I was waiting for the Lance Berkman, uh, you know, just for men commercial to hit. Oh. Maybe it's going to be still. I don't know. But well, on.
1: He'll have to find some way to make money after he retires.
2: Oh, that's true. I guess, uh, you know, he's not hurting just yet. So. He
1: can replace Keith Hernandez. <laughs> moving along. Moving along. Uh, Next question is uh, from another good friend of the site. Aaron Barron Hill on Twitter. Uh, Aaron asks, what are the odds that Metheny gets neck tats?
2: <laughs> uh, oh, can you go negative numbers in this equation? Uh, I guess we can do whatever we want. But to go along, I think, let's put it this way. I think there is a greater shot of a neck Tattoos
1: and there's a mustache coming from McManus.
2: Wow. There you go.
1: You care to handicap that? I bet Strauss would want to get in on that action.
2: (laughs) Um, I, I will go. I will give that uh, because I'm trying to. Now wait a minute. Now Now wait a minute. Wait
1: a minute. Wait a minute. Before you handicap this. Uh oh. Okay. Are you willing to actually take bets?
2: I will take a bet. I would do that. If, if, uh, <laughs> I, I am in a position. I, I am in the position, not the possession. I am in the position where if, let's put it this way. I will put it out there. If, if if, in the next calendar year, let's just go calendar year, from this date, so this can be forever etched in stone, if... Uh, for our great listeners, and this is how much, I, I, I won't say what it's going to be, but if if McKinney grew the mustache in the next calendar year, I will get a neck tattoo.
1: My goodness.
2: Wow. A dead silence. I got dead silence from Nick. Wow. That's
1: not what I expected to hear, Josh.
2: You, you you did not think that was coming, did you? Huh?
1: You know that I know that we both know <laughs> hmm Hmm. Mm. we know people that work for the cardinals, Josh. that's dangerous.
2: we do know people and uh i'm i am I am that confident in in that because i am I'm trying to remember man, going back all the pictures we've seen of Matheny in the last couple of days throughout his entire playing day, uh, managing, I, some of the, they, you know, on MLB network, they showed, <laughs> I don't know what uniform, maybe you can tell me if, if you've seen any of the MLB TV where Matheny got hit in the face with a ball mm-hmm. and he was bleeding. He was up blood. I don't know what uniform that was or what team that was, but, I don't believe it was any major league team, so that's dating back quite a few years. No facial hair. Not even... Uh, no, no stubble.
1: So you're contending that he cannot grow a mustache?
2: No, I am not contending that he cannot grow a mustache. I am, What I am contending is I don't even remember seeing a 5 o'clock shadow on Matheny. Let alone...
1: What are you? Know, you al- I
2: mean, he, he, what?
1: What are you angling at here? I'm just here?
2: saying he's a very. I'm just saying he's a very clean-cut individual, and I just maybe he's one of those guys that I don't know his upbringing. I know quite a few guys. Are you? When are, I you acu- are you
1: accusing the new Cardinals manager of waxing his face?
2: <laughs> I, am, I am. not going anywhere near that question.
1: Uh, you know, we're really gonna play hell getting him on the show now, Josh. <laughs>
2: Why? Because I said that if he grew a mustache, I would get the tattoo instead of uh, what was the question? Where did this question go? Did it, how did it turn to this? Hey,
1: <laughs> hey, you're the one that you're the one that started talking about yourself getting neck tats.
2: Oh, Lord.
1: So, so to directly, I, so your answer to the question of will Matheny get neck tats is. No, but I'll get him if he grows a mustache.
2: Again, where does this? How does this question get to this point?
1: I don't know. I I don't know, but it occurs to me that you've gone down the wrong path towards an answer. I think my answer for what for what it's worth, (laughs) my answer to the question is no. No, Um, I do not think that Mike Matheny uh, will get neck tats. But I am also. This is what happens when. (laughs) Or or I'm sorry, the the question was actually what are the odds? And I'm going to say zero. Oh. (laughs) Zero. However, the odds that Josh will get neck tats have just Uh increased exponentially.
2: That's probably a good bet. I'm sure that uh, Joe Strauss would take the odds on that. And with that, I'm now looking at another guy that I could not see with a mustache, and that would be John Mosellock on MLB TV. Moving on.
1: Oh, my friend, your wife is never going to forgive me when you come home with a big pitcher's headache neck tat.
2: No, because I, I didn't tell you what it would be. I bet you I could eat very easily, my wife's favorite ball player is Yadier Molina. So if I just told her I'm going to get the same thing Yadier's got, then no problems there. See, I always have a backup. Always a backup.
1: I think you overestimate (laughs) no problems, sir.
2: Well, I also didn't say net tats. I said tattoo singular. Hmm. Yeah. You ever seen The Undertaker in professional wrestling? He's got his wife's name tattooed across his Adam's apple. I think the Adam's apple counts as that Neckle region. I'm making words up. Let's move on. Is that
1: really better? (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh, I'm going to use this uh, This time to say no comment And I'm awaiting the next question Where I can <laughs> make a complete fool out of myself
1: To be continued I'm making a note for myself here This is going to be The the uh, Josh's
2: <laughs>
1: Neck Tat Watch it's going to be a new well, segment we on, have a, on every episode of the podcast.
2: <laughs> it might be, and I think we may have possibly thrown our first our first headline capable um, quote into the uh, equation here. For I may have helped. I may have helped. Right. I've never helped with a, a you know, right a title before. <laughs> right. And I never will
1: again. And as soon as we're done recording, I'm going to go set up a Google alert to. Send me any pictures of Mike Matheny with even the faintest hint of a mustache.
2: You do that, and you remember the rest of the next calendar year. So I have three hundred 60 odd days to uh, to uh, see the this goes. But I will stick. I'll my word to see you,
1: my friend. Quite the mm-hmm. wager.
2: Ah, uh, I I pull out all the punches for our fans. For our, uh, you know, we might not have a guest all the time for this podcast, but when we don't, when it's just me and you, man, we uh, we pull out all the stuff. Oh,
1: there's an idea. Maybe we'll let Twitter decide what your neck is.
2: Oh God, that that is not part of the <laughs> that is not part of the equation. That is never going to be part of the equation. Just so you're aware.
1: All right, fair enough. Final question. Perfect. Final question. All Thank right. you, Aaron. That
0: provided
1: uh, quite a bit of entertainment, uh, more than I expected, frankly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Final question is from Kenneth Kitchen. Uh, again, just like Dane Perry, smash that all together. That's his Twitter handle. Kenneth asks, "What options at second base and shortstop?" I'm Reading this to mean collectively, so you have to have a second baseman and a shortstop. You can't pick one or the other. Which options at second base shortstop <laughs> will produce the most wins above replacement for 2012? Now that's kind of an open-ended oh. question, right? Because uh, that leaves a lot of options well, yeah. There. There's still free agency to be had,
2: mm-hmm. so mm-hmm.
1: really broad question, and and. I don't know about you, but frankly, I haven't done enough research on all of the available second baseman and shortstops uh, in order to properly answer this. But take a stab at it. Use what you can't. Use either what's already on the roster or any free agent that you think the Cardinals might realistically sign. So
2: does it have to be a free agent?
1: Doesn't have to be at all.
2: Because, you know. Oh, you want to uh,
1: trade for somebody?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I already got this one done. This is already in the bank. All right. Well it's well let's it hear it then. If I'm running the club, and I will put this caveat in there, if Albert Pujols does not refine, that's just to make this clear, this is not another wager. I'm just saying. <laughs> if
1: now you're getting now you're getting cold if, feet.
2: No, no, no cold feet. Well, you haven't heard what I'm gonna say. I bet you, you have no idea. I can even let I, how about this? I'm gonna let you go first because I bet you the the proposed deal that's in my roll around in my head right now, you could not fathom. So you go first with this. Just first blush. When you read that question.
1: The proposed you deal I cannot her, fathom. Saying? Well, strangely yeah. enough, I as I recall, I think you managed to call the Terrio deal before it happened last year.
2: Oh, that's true. That is true.
1: So I can fathom anything wild coming out of your brain.
2: Oh, no, you can't. Not this one. Not this one. That that pales in comparison to this one.
1: I just don't understand how the Cardinals are going to get Alex Rodriguez, Josh.
2: Oh God! No. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> we said shortstop at second base. We didn't ah, say designated hitter. we to make up new. Well rules played, the, sir. Uh...
1: <laughs> well played.
2: I know you're. See, you're a research guy, and I'm not. I'm a, you know. This is this is right up
1: my alley. For well, I think that the Cardinals might just get a little crazy and dig into their stash of minor league pitching and run out and mm-hmm. and get a Stephen Drew to play shortstop. And I think
2: uh, I'm thinking much. I'm, I'm thinking much bigger. I, I
1: think right I think they're gonna now. pair him with Daniel Descalso, and to make sure I'm directly answering the question here, what options at Will produce the most wins above replacement. I'm gonna say Stephen Drew and Daniel Descalso.
2: Is that your final answer? Does it matter? Well, of course it matters. It always matters.
1: Final answer. Yeah, I mean, it's not gonna be right. So,
2: ah, uh, it's hard to say. Uh, that that he's a guy. Stephen Drew is a guy that the Cardinals have reportedly shown interest in before Arizona has cornered the market if you will on you know, replacements and or fill-ins if Stephen Drew's injury is going to take longer than necessary to replace they just signed yet another second base option today in re-signing Aaron Hill so I think Stephen Drew that's a, that's a great pick I was just, you know, when you said you, you worried me there for a second because you said uh, dip into their their minor league uh, their minor league fashion. I'll just say this: is there anybody in the game of baseball that you would trade Shelby Miller for?
0: Uh,
1: well, sure, yeah.
2: Okay, that's where I'm deciding to go. It's the Cardinals. With everything that's gone on, and everything that will go on beyond 2012, I'm thinking big picture here. And to me, there is there is no higher ceiling for a possible trade in this winter for Shelby Miller. I'm thinking. Uh, and again, you're right. It's not going to ever happen. Oh,
1: don't go there. I know what you're going to say. Do you? It's not going to happen.
2: Do you? You don't think Troy Tulowitzki could ever end up in a Cardinal mm-hmm. uniform? Ever?
1: Well, I never say... You
2: don't think the Cardinals could... Never say ever. I know, but you don't think think the Cardinals could pair enough of their assets? And I'm not saying it's going to be, you know... Again, we're all, you know, this is a hypothetical question, and this is just me and you talking some ball, but if if Alba doesn't come back, the Cardinals need to have a bat. And if the Cardinals need to have a bat.
1: Well, but so, r- r- so right there, you got a qualifier. You're assuming that Pujols does not return in order to make that deal. Yeah. That's what
2: I, that's, that's what I said first and foremost okay. before I let you right. handle it. If Albert does not come back to clarify, yes, that that was strictly from the fact that I don't feel that just having Matt Holiday is going to be enough. Okay. After
1: 2012. All right. Hey, it's probably not much more of a long shot than the Cardinals trading for Steven Drew. Yeah, yes
2: and no. Yes and no. But, I, yeah.
1: In terms of, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, once you get to a certain point, getting beyond that, uh, becomes less yeah. and less degree of difficulty, I guess is is where I'm getting at. Anyways, we have made it through all the but, questions, Josh. To answer, to,
2: to answer your question, though, the question posed was "wins above replacement." I'm going to say Troy Tulawitsky and Daniel Descalso.
1: So Descalso is the common common factor at second base.
2: I I'm buying into that. I'm buying dirty Dan at second well, base. Well, I mean, I, like I
1: don't that. think I don't think there's much of a choice, right? I don't think I don't think Skip's coming back. I don't think Terrio's coming back.
2: I'm starting to get more worried that Skip will come back.
1: I'll be dis- I'll be disappointed I'll be disappointed if Schumacher comes back over or before Punto.
2: I agreed. Uh given hold on, given that the Cardinals don't try to make more of a splash either at second or shortstop, I I I'm with you. I would be Well, there's more there's
1: upset. not there's not more of a splash to be na- to be made at shortstop failing a trade, right? I think Ray. I think Ray uh, Marlin's is all but done, isn't it?
2: What about Jimmy Rollins?
1: I don't view that as a splash.
2: Again, we can agree to disagree. Um, <laughs> That's fair. I think it would be more of a splash than anything else currently available on the free. Well, adventure.
1: okay, sure. You're right there. You're right there. It's a. It is a splash in name. I, I guess
2: yeah, that's the main splash, I
1: guess uh yeah. my contention is that it's not it may not be a cost effective splash. How's that?
2: Uh that sounds about right i you know that. we'll go i like that we'll agree on that one.
1: We've exhausted our questions, Josh, <laughs> and not a moment too soon. It's good talking to you again, buddy.
2: It's very good talking to you i i need to to break in here to ask if uh what just came across Twitter because I didn't actually get a chance to see it.
1: I don't know what you're talking about. Please hold. Oh, you mean the part where I told everybody about your incredible wager and, and I need everyone's help to make it happen.
2: <laughs> oh, lovely. So it's not a tense question. It's more of like a, um, my wife is going to find out from other means besides me. That's that's even better. Yeah, that's a uh, takes, Nick. Let me just say thank you for that one.
1: No further questions.
2: <laughs> no further questions. No, not at all.
1: Folks, thanks for listening to uh, episode 8.0 of the Pitchers Hit 8th podcast. It's, this was fun.
2: Yes, yes. I should make a fool of myself more often besides just on Fridays at the 6th.
1: We have uh, managed to already come up with something to talk about for the entire two thousand and twelve season, Josh.
2: Oh, I I do hey, Nick, I, I do what I can. <laughs> I I really truly do what I can. I am that invested in uh Pictures at eight that uh, I think I know what my uh, Peter Sayeck jersey is going to look like. Hey,
1: on. there I, you I, go, I neck board. tent. You, we'll, we'll we'll design <laughs> up a special turtleneck for you.
2: <laughs> I may need one to cover it up, I'm afraid, but we'll see. I got. Uh, I'm on the clock. As
0: uh,
2: well, I let's put it this way. I think, depending on what you put in your uh, your your Twitter post, this may be. I'm I'm just going to venture a guess. I think a lot of people may listen to this now. Maybe.
1: Oh, we shall see. Yeah. We shall see.
2: Yeah.
1: Folks, thanks for listening as always. Thanks for reading at com. Uh, Thank you to the folks who on short notice sent in a bunch of great questions tonight, Josh. It uh, was a good, uh, a good uh, experience and, and good to see that type of response. I think that's definitely something that we can – uh do again in the future i had a lot of fun doing that thanks as always to uh the folks behind the music for our podcast Stoffma Star off machine as i recall they've been in the studio josh more new stuff coming out on their website and new music
2: well what i can tell you let's just put it this way nick we're gonna have them on the show soon
1: yeah perfect so Stoffman's been
2: in. I, I can I can put
1: that up. has been in the studio, uh, been recording. So um, we're happy to bring you, uh, continue to bring you, new music from those guys on the podcast every week, and, and we hope you enjoy it. And if you do, please give them feedback or give us feedback and, and let us know. We'll pass it along to them. Give them the feedback directly. You can reach them at uh, at Stoffman S T O F M A on Twitter. Those guys have been great supporters of us. In turn, uh, we love their music and, and we're happy to have it on the show. And, and we wish all the best to those guys as well. And we're really, really looking forward to having them on the show real soon. And, and from what I understand from Josh, that's getting to be closer and closer to a reality. So expect to hear from those guys in an upcoming episode here in the off season. Anything else, Josh?
2: Uh, we love feedback. And, yeah, uh,
1: yeah. Send us an email, then, podcast at pitchershit8 dot com. Don't wait for us to ask you for questions on Twitter. Just email us, and and we'll either email you back or or we'll have another show like this and we'll we'll get to it. We'll answer it. We can do both. We can do both. Sure, do you
0: want to sure. Favorite,
2: you
1: know, Absolutely.
2: Favorite question?
1: Um. um United Cardinal Blogger uh, Fall Roundtable is going on right now. That's been delayed for a long time because those Cardinals just kept winning. In the meantime, we're also doing the United Cardinal Blogger Awards, which anyone can vote for this year, which I think was a great idea. Great. Josh and Dennis have already posted their ballots, and, and mine will be up shortly. And uh, we'll make sure that you've got access to the link where uh, if you feel like going and voting, you can as well. Um, as I understand it, all of the quote-unquote fan votes, we'd love to have you all vote and, and tell us how great we are. That's weird,
0: right? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't think it's weird at all. I mean, you know, we we are a fan site. We're all familiar with the Cardinals, but... Like I said, we, we enjoy the feedback and uh, good
1: data or fun, and we love to hear from everybody. Everyone loves validation, Josh. <laughs> uh,
2: except me. I'm, I'm hoping it's already dropped. I'm not going to happen. I'm done. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> <laughs>
1: By the time you're done tonight, you're going to wind up with one solid tattoo from your forehead all the way down to your pinky toe. Uh,
2: Well, I guess if that's the case, it's good that I'm I'm not in public speaking. How's that?
1: I just, ugh. If you
2: didn't know, The the eight is going to
1: look so stretched out from your head all the way down (laughs) to your foot.
2: If anybody doesn't know me, and a lot of people don't, I have probably about 15 tattoos right now. So it wasn't a huge stretch for me to throw <laughs> that out there. But I can say that that would be the first one that would be visible, unless I choose to make it invisible. So it was a stretch, but it wasn't a, uh, you know, uh, a huge. Um, leap of faith, I guess, but uh I was I, I'm I'm still very confident. I'm as confident as I was when I said it that uh that will not be a wager that I will have to worry about. So let's just
1: uh now Josh.
2: Oh Josh. Yes, Nick.
1: With the propensity <laughs> that this team has to get involved in uh-huh. quote unquote team building exercises, you can't foresee True. Lance Berkman prodding everyone to grow a mustache. Uh, I guess there's uh, I guess there's without calling anyone out directly, I guess there's still a couple of pretty boys on the team that might object to
2: There are. There are. I mean I, I would take it's a better if you look at the flowing mane that the new boss has, I think there's probably more of a chance that a team building exercise would be a whole shaved head look for the summer type of deal. Maybe. Uh, even that's a, a stretch. Though I don't think everybody on the team, all the time, goes to that extreme. If, if some people still look at that as an extreme, so.
1: What about a goatee? Does a goatee count?
2: See, so you know that uh, you're now you're getting to a gray area here. So, well, no,
1: that's why I'm asking the question. Um, I don't want there to be any gray area.
2: To me, there are two completely different things because I've had both a mustache and a goatee. And I know how silly I look with a mustache, <laughs> as opposed to hey, I, a goatee, which I sport fairly regularly.
1: I'm fine with the bet being a mustache. I just want to make sure that everyone is clear and on the same page.
2: Ah, uh, do, does this have to be answered in the next 35 seconds?
1: Well, is there something preventing you from it?
2: Yeah, there is something preventing me from it. Okay. I have not spoken to I have not spoken to said wife. Yet. <laughs> you
1: haven't talked to the boss. Got it. Well, I'm fine with. You. <laughs> See, I expected you to just dismiss the goatee thing out of hand because it's not a mustache, and as you said, the mustache is a much, shall we say.
2: Uh, well, let's, let's just put it. It has way. a much
1: it's, different it's, impact from the goatee. Let's just say that.
2: It has a much different impact, but it is a lot easier. As somebody that has a lot of facial hair a lot of the time, as I do. To pop,
1: up for is a f- lot- to pop out for a few days and then just shave it off just to prove a point to somebody?
2: Well, it's a lot easier to do that. <laughs> and it's also a lot easier and it looks a lot less silly if you kind of go when like Albert Shaves and then all of a sudden, you know, he only shaves the sideburns and then has the little uh, Albert Pujols goatee. mm mm-hmm. It's a lot easier and it looks a lot less silly and you can kind of wave off the fact if you go with the goatee. But then again, like I said, I don't remember. I'd have to have the same Google alert that you would to see if he's ever even had any facial alert. I'm sure he's had some sometimes. Sure. Right?
1: Sure. I, one would think.
2: So let's am going mustache. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a goatee is within the rigs.
1: All right. All right, so mustache only. Because
2: it was a mustache.
1: Mustache only. Because I believe
2: that was the Twitter question, wasn't it, it was. I don't even remember what the question was. Was that the question?
1: Uh, no,
2: the question was neck tats.
1: Yeah, the question <laughs> was neck It had to do
2: with the mustache. <laughs> I brought
1: up the mustache in in response to the uh, handsome manager question.
2: Oh God, this is just going to end badly for me. <laughs>
1: Oh, Josh, I think it's time to close up shop before you wind up doing something else. Please, please, I'm
2: uh, I'm all for that. I'm uh, uh, I'm Josh from Pictures for Date, without (laughs) a neck tattoo
1: currently. All right, old neck tats over here is putting the kibosh on the show. So uh, for Josh, uh, I'm Nick dot 8com Thanks for listening as always. Uh, this has been episode 8.0, heretofore known as the Neck tat episode. And uh, we'll be certain to, uh, to catch back up with y'all very soon. Josh, good talking to you as always. Have a nice evening.